up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? This is Austin Cunningham and Justin Trace of Talking Football. We are now heading into week three of the NFL season. It's been exciting so far. Um, before we jump into everything, I just want to say thank you guys for listening. Um, the start of this NFL season has been amazing. It's been fantastic. It's awesome that you guys are on this with us. And I think the best part is that we've realized is everything that we talked about in the offseason is starting to take fruition. We're starting to see everything, you know, take its place and take shape. We are in week three. We still have two more weeks to see of what the NFL truly is. A lot of teams are still figuring things out. A lot of players are going, hey, I didn't play in the preseason. Now I'm getting back into the speed of the game and I'm in shape. And that fourth quarter exhaustion aspect is kind of starting to limit itself now it's not there as much so guys are still gonna have that energy for the whole game and this is when shit just gets real and it's gonna be real enjoyable before we hop into the actual episode trees how's your week been man it's been good just uh working away and ready for this podcast and obviously my team plays tomorrow night tonight for everybody that's listening to this so nice little thursday night game for me I usually like it when the Jags play on Thursday because on Sunday I, I'm i stress-free and I get to just watch all the games and really just focus in on performances. So I really do like that part of it. But other than that, man, it's been a good week. How about yours? It's been it's been all right, you know. Just a couple days in paradise at work. Things, things are shifting, hopefully going for the better. Um, I'll just leave it at that. But what's your setup for game day? I, I just kind of want to know. I mean, I know what your setup is for video games. You stand in front of the TV and you kick everybody's ass. But what is it like when you're actually watching the game on Sunday? Well, first off, that's not totally accurate because everybody, Austin Cunningham beat me last weekend. For the <clears> first I, I didn't quite time. hear you. It, it, I think it cut out there. What, what, what I do? Austin Cunningham is now 1-13 against me and Madden. That's right, baby. It, All we got to focus on is that one. Who cares about the second number? Absolutely. I mean, hey. One and oh. One it, was and oh. Game, it was a hell of a game, right? Like, you beat me 45-38. No defense whatsoever. He scores with 30 seconds left. Uh, I drive it down and get to his 35, and then I try to throw a bomb, and I think it was Frank Clark that ended up getting to me. That's choking. That's the choking noise that we're hearing there. I don't know if that was necessarily a choke job. I think I think that's discrediting you, to be honest. I mean, you're the only guy sacked. It's kind of a big mistake. Yeah, but you. But know. Uh, anyways, anyway. I love the way it ended because I didn't want to talk any shit, and I didn't want to piss you off even more because I knew you were mad that you had lost because you realized you actually had an opportunity, and it was just dead silence i mean just like you could you would have heard a pin drop through the mic that's how silent it was uh, we've yet to i have yet to play another game of madden since then um i've just been living this high and i'm just gonna keep rolling with it so with that let's head into week three yeah that's fair that is fair okay so first off um prop bets let's talk about thursday night prop bets last week we out of the eight that we had there was only two we disagreed on and we went one and one against each other so uh it still remains that you were plus two on me right now in player prop bets for overall against the spread for all of the games i had a massive week and end up getting 11 or 12 right something like that and yeah. so um i'm now up by two on you in that category. So you're plus two on prop bets. I'm plus two on the spread. 
So there we are. There we are on that one. I know everybody's so curious, but we like to keep track because it's fun for us. Well, you have to bragging rights, right? Like yeah. one in 13. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I say we just get right into it and let's start with Thursday night. And that is the Tennessee Titans traveling to Jacksonville. The great news. We won't have to see that shitty Thursday night commercial anymore. Thank God. Thank you. Like, I, yep. thank you're right. There, thank God. There will be just a, now another shitty one for the next week. That's what it comes down to. Uh, so let's start out with player prop bets. Or do you want to let's, let's do spread first? I, it, it'll make more sense. So yep. spread. The Titans are two point favorites on the road in Jacksonville. I'll let you start off. So at first looking at it, I mean, I even said it to you on air. I was like, the Titans are favored to beat Jacksonville. And then I kind of took a step back. Honestly, my step back is right now. <laughs> the The Titans have started the year off strong. Like, Marcus Mariota has not looked terrible. They have somewhat of a running game. And their defense has been, honestly, kind of fantastic. I mean, they, they shut down the Browns. I don't remember. They played who the Colts last week. They made that a close game. They lost. But a lot of that came down to just poor play calling on the offensive side of the ball. So not much the defense to get control there. But now that you're playing on a short week in Jacksonville with an opportunity to win by two here for the spread, here's my thing with Jacksonville. There's a lot of noise coming from that team. The quarterback, Nick Foles, is already out for the year. We know this. Gardner Minshew looked pretty good against the Texans last week. But the noise of Jalen Ramsey being traded, coming out and speaking live to the public, saying that he's not the one who leaked the request for the trade, that it was someone else. And then news came out yesterday, today for us, yesterday for you guys listening, that Doug Marone and him have, I guess, put it in the past, and Jalen will be playing tonight. So I don't know how the team's going to react to that. I feel like there's a lot of question marks on that team, and it's going to be hard for them to rally around that, and there's a lot of distractions. And the Titans are kind of you know on a roll from week one, disappointed last week, and Let's go make the Jaguars 0-3, right? Like, let's go. Let's just go put our foot on their throat, trying to end their season. I'm going to take the Titans. I'm taking the Titans here. I'm sorry. I hope that doesn't hurt your feelings here, Treese. But I think that's just kind of the right decision on a short week and with the amount of noise that's been coming out of Jacksonville that's not been positive. Yeah, those are all fair arguments. And that's exactly why I'm going with the Titans as well. Uh, Jacksonville has gotten their ass kicked by the Titans for like three years in a row now. They just can't do anything to stop them, stop that running game or anything really. Offense can never do anything against them. So I'm going to take the Titans in hopes that on Friday morning, I wake up to breaking news that Jacksonville's fired Doug Marone. That's my hope. 0-3. Things are falling apart. You can't control your team, can't control the locker room. Let's make a change. And they fire him and put, I don't care, John DiFilippo in charge of in charge of the team. Deservingly so, honestly. Yeah. But within that, is Ramsey then traded or no? No. I Rams so did you listen to his press conference? I didn't let no. I just heard the, the you know the cliff notes of right. the alert and that was it. So it's very, very clear. That one, he loves Jacksonville, and one, he honestly doesn't want to be traded. It's he wants to be traded because he hates the coaching staff and the front office. 
So, obviously, you can't just hate everybody. But at the same time, at the same time, look what this team was two years ago, and you guys have really blown it up in such a bad way. Like, you haven't gotten better. You've, like, stayed, like, just assuming that you can just always just be what you were. And, like, showing that, again, we talked about this last time, that, that it feels like they don't really care about winning. So, I think that, honestly, I think if you can get Marone out of there and John Filippo or whoever to take over, I think that'll satisfy him for the rest of the year. And during the offseason, if things, say they finish seven and nine, whatever, um, and they end up not making the playoffs again, then they fire GM, they have a new GM come in, I think, I honestly think he could be happy. Um, Do I think that we get to that point? I kind, I don't, I I still think that they end up trading him, but I, I think that he pointed it out and put it on like a silver platter for Shad Khan to be like, hey, this is all I want, and I'm speaking for all of the players. He was very vocal about like, hey man, I'm super happy for Miles Jack getting paid. I, like, and he was like multiple times. He was like, how Yanni Kagakwe hasn't been paid is beyond me. He doesn't understand it. Like he he really wants them to get paid. So and he loves his teammates and saying that. So I think that's where it's really at. Is he just doesn't like the coaching staff and he doesn't trust the coaching staff. So if you make that change, I think that his tone would change a little bit. But it's all about winning, and I'm sadly I think that they may lose again. So that's yeah. where we're at there. Um, so let's do the player prop bets. You got it, dude. Marcus Mariota over or under 250 passing yards. I'm taking the under. Um, I just this Jacksonville's defense is still good. That pass rush is still very much present. Um, Jalen Ramsey has honestly not had the best start to this year, and that might play into his frustration. Um, he has been good. He did good against DeAndre Hopkins, but he's also got, I mean, he also got beat a couple times against the chiefs. They played, I mean, zone, they played zone all game. That's the problem. They played. Well, zone. They I, played I know that that's not getting but, though. You can't get burned playing zone. <laughs> hey, he's a fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars guys in case you didn't know, but no, I, I, I understand. I'm just saying he hasn't had the start of the year that he would honestly like in with the frustration of the team. I think that plays into it, and maybe he's going to bite on something and get burned, and he's not going to be happy with it. So this still goes back to Mariota. He's not going to have over 250 passing yards. The pass rush is still there, and he makes mistakes as it is. So, no, he's not going to have over 250 passing yards. Okay, that's fair. I also am going under. 97 rushing yards, over or under for Derrick Henry. I mean, you said it best yourself here. He turns into a different guy when playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, this dude went on a 99-yard run against your defense and stiff-armed about three people and said, uh, hold my dick, into the end zone. So, I'm saying this. He's just going to build upon that, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he hit that 150 mark. I know that's only, you know, 53 more yards than what this, this you know, the prop bet is, but I could see this just being an explosive game for him. Yeah, uh, I think that the Jags actually try to prove a point to slow him down this game, but I think that he gets enough carries to get over 100 yards. So I'm not going to say 150, but I do see him in that like 110 range strictly off of just volume more than anything. Uh, I still think I, I'm going to say maybe averages like 3.8 yards per carry, something like that. So not bad, but not anything fantastic. 
Um, but the Jags have struggled against the run this year, so maybe maybe it is worse. We'll see. Uh, Corey Davis over or under seventy three passing or receiving yards. Uh, yikes. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the under. There's he just hasn't shown enough. I remember I said last year was a breakout year for him. And Trees turned right back around and just shoved it right down in my throat on being absolutely false. I still think it was a decent year for him. But it's going to be A.J. Brown that continues to build off the performance that he's had this season. And it's not going to be it's not going to be old Mr. Washington. Excuse okay. me, Davis. Excuse me. Davis. Yeah, I got what you're saying. Okay, I'm also going the under. So three for three. We're on the same page. Next one. Look at us. Delaney Walker. Over or under 51 receiving yards? I'm going to say over. I mean, that's... I'm definitely saying over. That is the go-to guy for Mr. Mariota. Um, I do think A.J. Brown still has somewhat of a decent game. But he's already having a decent year in Delaney Walker. I mean, it's not the best year. It's not anything impressive. But the Jacksonville Jaguars linebackers have also not shown the ability to cover tight ends that well so far this year. And that's why I'm taking Delaney Walker to have the over. Ah, I also am taking the uh, Jesus. Fuck it, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the. I under. mean, go ahead, stick with stick with where you're at. If we're no. the same, we're the same. I'm taking the under because he's going to have like 45 and two touchdowns. So uh, okay, I'll take the under there. All right, I've let you go first on all the Titans ones. So how about I go first on all the Jags ones? Oh, that's funny how that one works out. Yeah, that's good. Do you want it? Did you want it no. the opposite way? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. Um, Gardner Minshew, 275 passing yards, over or under, and I will go the under here. But I would not be surprised if he's around that 250 mark. I'm actually going to go over. Um, I mean. The dude, I mean, this third time's a charm, right? Like this, this guy is ready to go. He's ready to roll. He's already built a relationship within his receivers and his team. And I mean, what did he have last or last week? What was his stats there? Do we know? Do you remember off the top of your head? If not, no big deal. Are you talking about Minshew stats? Yeah. For passing yards, I think he was around two hundred and seventy-three, give or take. Bingo. Let's roll with it. I'm taking the over here. I'm smashing the shit out of it. Where's the button? Over. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I can honestly see him having 300 yards and three touchdowns. Also, it was 213. I was way off. 66 yards off. This is the game. Oh, man. I've just shot myself in the foot. Go ahead. I'm still taking the over. It's probably not going to happen, but I'm going to take it. Okay. DJ Chart, 78. Over under receiving yards. I am gonna go the over. I think that I think he is becoming the guy there, and I think he ends up with roughly ninety yards receiving. I think I. I mean, I'm right there with you. The relationship that him um, and Minshew have already built. I mean, we saw it last week against the Texans. He went to him in key situations. He had a receiving touchdown against the Chiefs as well in Week One. Um, I think this is the the start of DJ Shark with a quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and this is just a game that he builds upon it. Okay, great. And two more. Leonard Fournette, 90 all-purpose yards. Not rushing yards, all-purpose yards. 
I'm taking the under. This this Jackson or excuse me, this Tennessee Titans defense, I, I, I it's real. I mean, their defensive line is pretty solid, and their linebacking core is quick. So I don't think in Fournette has not had a good start. I think he's averaging less than three yards a carry, which yeah. is not impressive at all for a guy that exiled himself for however many weeks or months to get focused for this year. He sure as hell hasn't shown it so far. So unless this is just a breakout shock the NFL game, I'm taking the under. Yeah, I will say he is averaging 88 all-purpose yards right now per per game. Um, but I also am going to take the under. So we will be... Yep, I'm going to take the under there. And then last one, Jalen Ramsey. Does he have an interception or does he not? So 0.5. And I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say he picks one off. Honestly, I do think he will as well, but I kind of want to be different. So I'm going to say he doesn't. I'm going to say he gets burned. Um, I'm going to say there's a touchdown caught over him that's going to piss him off. and He's going to get in another argument with Marone, and he's gone. I'm going to say this is the final straw game. I'm going to... Okay, we should make another bet on this, on if he allows a a deep touchdown on him. I didn't say it was going to be a deep touchdown. You you literally just said that. He's going to have a touchdown caught over him. Yeah, over him, as in like... As in like a fade route or a 50-50 ball or... So on him. Okay, on so, him. Excuse well, over me. And all, over and on are two different things. So I just want to make sure we're <laughs> on. Okay. A touchdown will be received um, from a okay. guy that Jalen Ramsey is defending. Okay, there we go. Uh, I also would say that that does not happen. What do you want to bet on this? You want to just put this on, the, on, our, on our yearly bets? That I'm I mean, this, this is a one game bet. Like this is this isn't gonna go. I mean, unless you want to put it on the yearly bet that he gets traded, because I think Kansas City's sitting here going, we need a corner, the best one in the league's on the market. We have draft capital. I'm not letting it slip again this year. Is what Brett, what Brett Veach is thinking. Let's go get the guy. Let's go get him. You? We'll figure out a way to pay. I'm like I'm not just saying it to be a homer. I've been following it all week. I've been looking at the Chiefs' capital and the salary cap. Yeah, you don't you don't deserve Jalen Ramsey with the amount of shit you talk on him. What do you mean with the amount of shit that I talk on him? You all offseason you were saying how he was the most overrated corner. We had a no. I said this guy does not get rated high enough. He's the <laughs> best corner in the league. Why would nobody want him? So how is Jacksonville going? How are we going to let this guy go? Like, he wants to trade? Sorry, not going to happen. You're the best in the league. I've been saying it all offseason. Yeah, what not. you've been hearing, I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you, got uh, but, but, that was, but, <laughs> you got me there. I really don't have anything to say. Yeah. But really, though, like, I just don't I don't see the Chiefs, like, having the capital that, they, that the Jags would want because, like we said last time, the, the Chiefs are picking at worst 30th. Right, like at worst, they're picking thirtieth in the draft. That doesn't that doesn't equal you get Jalen Ramsey. At worst is thirty second. Okay, at worst is thirty second. So, I mean, you still have to beat that Tom Brady guy that you guys have not beaten yet. Hey, that's so, enough. Okay, all right. So <laughs> we'll move on. There's so much Jalen. No, go ahead. No, I, I mean we're we're already here. I mean we're yeah. here. So I'm just like I'm just curious, like what you think is equals like what is your, what is your qualifications for getting him like what are you giving up 
like trade wise. Yeah. So a first this year. Yeah. A second next year, and then a player. Like what type? Uh, what if you say Reggie Ragland? Like I'm gonna hang up our call. Okay. Um. I mean, <laughs> you guys need another linebacker. You need one that can help stop the run. He's already not playing. I mean, what what other what else do you guys need on your team that the Chiefs can provide you besides draft capital? I mean, what are they going to offer on offense? No, it's fair. I just I don't think that a pick thirty two and then a pick sixty four the next year, like that to me that doesn't equal. I get you get Jalen Ramsey. I mean, that makes sense and that's fair, but I mean, are you just expecting like two firsts and a second? I mean, Larry Tunsil got two first rounders. So, yes, I'm expecting two first rounders. So, okay. So, it's a first this year, a first next year, and then a second for next year. Yes. That's a deal. Like, that's the type of shit that you have to start offering, not a first, a second, and a guy that's on your, on your bench. Okay. So a first, a first, and a second, are you saying yes or are you asking for more? And if you're asking for more, what else are you asking for, you greedy son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah, because you guys want to win it. How, how important is a championship to you? It's very, but we still need to continue our team afterwards. And if we give you fucking everything <laughs> and we watch you fuck up every damn pick like you did with Bortles, we're not going to be very happy. That's that's fair. And I don't know why I'm saying we, the Kansas City Chiefs, will not be very happy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I honestly like I don't know like what I I, just because I'm so like on the I don't want to trade Jalen Ramsey, nothing is more valuable than him, unless it's a quarterback that I like and nobody's gonna give up a quarterback for a corner. So um I'm never (laughs) gonna be happy, right? Like I'll never be happy with the trade. But it for sure has to be to me, it has to be more than what Larry, uh, what Tunsil, what, uh, sorry, what Miami got for Tunsil. Ugh. I I think that's a fan talk. I don't know the Texans. The Texans are being ran by a head coach right now. I know. So I don't. I mean, the Chiefs are being run by a very, very, very prominent general manager. One hundred percent, and that's again why I'm gonna stay on the. There is no way he ends up in Kansas City. From what I've heard, it's the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. That okay, cool. That's just where I'm leaving it at. So, yeah, yeah I just if you don't... end up in Philadelphia. I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Yeah. So, let's move on. I'm done. I'm done being upset and thinking about this and playing what ifs. I'm, I'm not good at these games because I don't stop. I just get yeah. super sad in my room in the dark. And moving to our next game, the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. This is the start for Sunday. The Buffalo Bills are on a pretty hot fucking start, beating the other two teams in New York. And now they're going to travel over to Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Excuse me. Now a team from Cincinnati, Ohio will make its trek to New York, northern New York, might I add. And they're going to try their shot with one of the best defenses in the NFL, and a sharp young quarterback in Josh Allen, who is looking pretty damn good, is looking pretty accurate, and looks to be a charge of that team so far. The Cincinnati Bengals? Yikes. Outside of Andy Dalton, that's about all you got right now. John Ross is looking pretty good as well. 
Mixon is a little banged up, and your defense is definitely the worst in the NFL. So going off of what I just said, the Buffalo Bills will be winning this game by a margin of minus six. It is for sure going to happen. I think they win by at least ten, like two, two scores. So you know, ten points, touchdown, field goal. I'm taking the Bills over the Bengals. All fair. I think that the Bengals hold that hold this game closer, and I'm going to say the Bengals cover. They still lose the game, but I'm going to say they cover. I 100% disagree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that! You're learning from me. Um. But my main thing is I actually think that the Bengals offense has been very good this year, and I think that they're going to be able to put up enough points for against the Bills to keep this close. I think that Josh Allen still has those times where you wonder where he's throwing it, uh, a little bit of inaccuracy, but and I think that that does just enough to keep it close. That's fair. Um, moving to our next game, the Dallas Cowboys are favored by 21.5 over the wonderful God-given, blessed talent, Miami Dolphins. The team that owns the next five number or first-round draft picks for the next two years. Let's see what they can do with it, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm actually taking them to cover this game. I don't think they get blown out three games in a row. I think they figure out kind of more on their offense on where they're at. Uh, the defense, good luck. You just lost your best player. Um, you still have Xavier Howard. There's no way he's getting traded because of the contract you just gave him. Maybe that lights a fire underneath him, but I think just 21 and a half is too far. The Cowboys have looked good, honestly, yes, but that's a lot for the Cowboys. I don't think I've seen them win a game by that much, and the Dolphins are tired of losing. So if if they lose again, I'm never betting on the Dolphins again this year. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I took... I took Miami to cover last week at 19 and a half and they couldn't do it. <laughs> um, and that was when they were at home, which makes it that much worse. Now they're in Dallas, but 21 and a half. That's just so much. Like you could like you could dominate a game by 21 points, right? And that's still not covering. So I'm going to I'm going to go with you and say Miami because I think that they lose by 21, not 21 and a half. That's, that's going to be my prediction. I really thought I had a hot shot there. <laughs> like no, I, was, no, I really no. thought I was on a, on a branch all by myself. Not, not no more. Our next game, the Denver Broncos are traveling to the land of Green Bay. The Packers, the Cheeseheads, where they are favored by 7.5. The Packers are favored by 7.5 over the Broncos. I think they cover. I honestly think they win by 21 points. The Broncos' defense has not looked good. Um, their offense has been okay. They did all right against the Bears at the end of the game, but it took them that long to get it rolling. They still have not figured out their game plan, which is very frustrating because you have talent there. Just figure it out. But the Packers, man, Aaron Rodgers is on a roll for that MVP. That team as a whole is a story to watch, and I am excited to see them just steamroll another team in the AFC West. We are the same again. Look God, at that. That's America. Look at us go. Yeah, I think that Aaron Jones has another breakout game. Uh, the Bears last week averaged 5.3 yards per carry against the Broncos, and that's with Mitchell Trubisky, who is not a threat at quarterback. He is not. And yet they still averaged five yards a carry. Uh, that Aaron Rodgers guy, he's a real threat. They're going to be running it down their throat, and he is going to have one of those... Typical Aaron Rodgers 
play action rollout. Uh, Scantling is going to be going all the way across the field, and he's going to have like a 55, 60-yard touchdown right in the breadbasket. I can't wait to see that actually happen because we're definitely doing a fucking voiceover over that play. <laughs> Let me tell you. Once we figure out how to do it, um, <laughs> going. If anybody knows, uh, let us know. <laughs> do what? I said, if anybody knows how, let us know. Yeah, hit us up. Talking underscore football. Thank you so much. Um, next game, the Indianapolis Colts are hosting the Atlanta Falcons, where the Colts are actually favored by a point and a half. Um, I'm kind of confused on why the Colts are favored here. Did they? Did no one watch the game last week with the Falcons? I mean, you got to remember, home team usually gets three points, so if it's only a point and a half, they actually think that Falcons are one and a half point favorites there. You got to think of it that way. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, Colts are still one and a half point favorites in here, but that's just how it kind of works here. So, uh, before you say anything, I'm going to take the Falcons. You son of a beach. Oh, guess we're, uh, you know what? I'm actually going to take the Colts. I think they figured out. They got a close one last week. Their defense is still pretty stellar. Um, have you seen that guy in the in the secondary, Malik Hooker? Uh, one-handed grabs, baby. Yep, totally. And Swiper, no swiper. Here he comes, I, bitch. Uh-huh. I just don't know if they have what it, what it takes to stop uh, Calvin, Ridley, and Julio. I just think that those two are just too big of a threat. I think they figure it out. I'm taking Indy. And it's okay. not just to be different. It's just I think they figure it out. They found a tough win last week. Yeah. Um, they I didn't mean, beat the Chargers, did they? They're one and one. Lost, they lost in overtime to the Chargers. That's that's right. Thank you. Yeah. So I think this is a game where they get on top because Atlanta looked sloppy. Sorry to cut you off, but Atlanta looked very sloppy against the Eagles, where multiple interceptions were thrown by both teams. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my main concern about the Falcons is they need to get Freeman rolling. Like he's been really oh, bad, but given he has faced two very very tough run defenses in the Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings. Those are two of the best. So let's I'd say the Colts are up there too. Sorry to interrupt you once again. That's fine. Uh, I think they're like middle of the pack of this year right now, like after two games. But I'm right with you with Freeman. That song bitch has done nothing. Nothing. He, nothing for my he, fantasy team. He, he, has, he literally has like 50 yards rushing on the season, I think, if, if that. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Yep. You're correct. Okay, your team. Here we go. The game of the week. Say it one more time. The game of the week. Bow, bow, bow. We have Austin's Kansas City Chiefs versus my closet Baltimore Ravens. Your closet? Yeah, my They're closet. In your closet? I, I wish they were. Like, they, oh. they could be my best friends. <laughs> you just be hiding out in there, eh? Hey, yeah. I'm going to go hang out with the Ravens. See you in a yeah. bit. You yeah, I'm going to hang out with Earl Thomas. See you, man. Uh, right. You, you six, lead this one. Six and a half point favorites for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know I have to do it. You know I have to. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to take the Ravens to cover. Um, I think that – I think this offense is – in the – Baltimore is clever enough to get some more points than anybody else has gotten on the Chiefs. I think the defense can slow down Mahomes just enough. And by that, I still mean he has 350 passing <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. Like, that's what I mean. I mean, like, maybe he doesn't get the 450 and four touchdowns. Like, that's what I mean by slow down. He's still going to be unbelievable. Uh, but I think that the Ravens, 
Honestly, the Ravens should have beat them last year. So um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Baltimore to cover. Uh, I will say I no. I'm gonna just say the Ravens to cover. Oh, wow. That little last statement you just held in. Okay. I think I know what you were about to say, you sound bitch. Um, I was almost in agreement until you started saying that. And then I realized, why am I about to go against this? Patrick Mahomes is the former reigning MVP. This is the home opener for Kansas City. These fans have broken every single record that has been held by themselves through training camp. On a Wednesday, there were over 10,000 people at a training camp practice in St. Joe. In case you guys don't know where that is, that's about an hour and a half north of Kansas City. 10,000 people traveled to go watch a training camp practice on a Wednesday. Kansas City has never been more excited for a season than they are this year. The team knows it. The front office knows it. The owner knows it. And you better fucking believe it. So does Kansas City. All right, Chiefs Kingdom is spread wide across this nation. It is spread wide across this world. This is the home opener. All eyes are going to be on this game. Lamar Jackson has had a good start to the year, but he has not faced a defense. He has not faced a decent pass rush, and he has not faced much of a secondary. Kansas City has all three tiers of that. They have a pass rush. They have found depth along the defensive line. Their linebacking core is better than expected, and we know what they have in the secondary with Tyron Matthew. Corner, outside of Sherbarius Warden, Breland, and Kendall Fuller, there's not much past it, but they have done just enough to keep them in games, and after the first quarter last week, they shut out the Raiders. This team is ready. They are excited. They know this game last year was close. They're going to blow the fucking doors off of this game. They're going to win by at least another 14 points, and Patrick Mahomes is going to have a heyday. This team is ready. This city is excited, and the NFL better look out because they've seen nothing so far. And no, I'm not trying to talk shit here. If the Ra- let's say, just say let's say the Ravens win, what do you say about Lamar Jackson at that point? Then I I I have to reevaluate it. I mean, honestly, the throws. Gotta, gotta the- watch the film. Who are you, Hugh Jackson? Uh, we gotta just watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, yeah, because the throws that I've seen him make have been to open guys. And the one throw that he threaded across the middle against the Cardinals was right down the fucking middle. They, I mean, all he had to do was throw it straight, and he did. <laughs> and, yes, it was a good throw, and he's standing tall in the pocket. I said this last episode, but this Kansas City Chiefs defense is different this year. They have more depth along the offensive, or along the defensive line. They have more speed on defense. And Chris Jones, I mean, we haven't, so we haven't even seen anything from Frank Clark yet. This game is going to be the Frank Clark game or the Hunter Badger game, where one of them makes a big game or a big play to shut it out, and the offense is going to do what the offense has done. But Baltimore's offense has not faced a team like Kansas City. And Mark Andrews has had a good start to the year. Matthew can cover Andrews. Kendall Fuller can cover Andrews. Darren Lee can cover Andrews. Where's he going to go next? Hollywood? Okay, that's one other option. Where are they going after that? I mean, real realistic question. It's not just me talking shit and being a Chiefs homer. It's just a realistic question. And that's kind of where my concern is with the Ravens. So that's all I have to say for that. No, I mean, all fair. All fair. We'll just see what happens. Um, I, I can't disagree with anything you've said. Like, you just stated 
what are technically facts. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to disagree with you there. Technically facts. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the most part, I had to say that because most of them were, but some of them were opinions. But not saying I disagreed with your opinion. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Yes. Uh, yes. Vikings versus the Raiders in Minnesota. Vikings are eight and a half point favorites. Um, I'm going to take the Vikings. I think they just keep rolling. I know they lost last week, but they lost to a silly decision by the old leader, Mr. Guarantee, Kirk Cousins, but that's just how it was last week. The Raiders are coming off a disappointing performance um, after quarter one, so I can see them building upon that. It may be closer than I'd like um, to where the Raiders may cover because eight and a half is quite a bit. But I'm going to stick with the Vikings here. Their run game is pretty good. Uh, the Raiders' run defense was pretty solid against Kansas City last week, but that was against a bang-up offensive line. So this is going to be one of those games that kind of goes underneath the radar, but it's going to hold um, a lot of meaning later into the season, honestly. Can I do a little thing where I'm like, I want to take Oakland as long as Josh Jacobs plays? Can I do this with this? Or do I need to just go with it? No? Okay. All right. He he shook his head. He dropped something. So he's... Fuck it. I'll take Oakland anyways. Oakland will cover this game at eight and a half. Vikings still win, but Oakland does not lose by nine points. So that's what we'll go with there. Uh, let's go to the next game. And fun fact, it's been like 40-something years or something like that since there's been two games that have been over 20 point. Uh, spreads. I don't, I don't remember how many years it's been. It's been it's been a long time, and this is the second game. Patriots are twenty three point favorites at home against the New York Jets. Yikes! That's that's a huge spread. Oh man, I I mean I have to take the Patriots here. The Jets have nothing to show on offense outside of Le'Veon Bell. And their def- I mean, the Patriots' offense is the offense, and the Patriots' defense has been very amazing, like better than they were last year times 10. I mean, it's, it's hard not to take the Patriots here, but that's a huge spread. It's ginormous, but I'm also taking New England. They're going to be on their third-string quarterback. They couldn't do anything against the Browns. Yep, I got to take the Patriots. Okay. Um... It's going to be interesting to see, going back to that game, who who is uh, Tom Brady's favorite target is this week. Because it's going to be different every week. So I don't think it's going to be the A-B game. Like, is it going to be the Edelman game? Is it going to be a Josh Gordon game? Is it going to be one of those James White games where he just gets a whole bunch of just dump-offs? Uh, I could see it being James White if Mosley doesn't play again. I could see James White just having a massive game. Like, like 13 catches for like 120 yards. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're completely right there. (laughs) All right, the next one. The Philadelphia Eagles at home against, and I think this is their home opener too because I think they were at Washington week one. Can't remember. Um, they were. Versus the Detroit Lions, who just came off a massive win against the Chargers. Neither of us saw that one coming. No. So so Eagles, sorry, I did not say this. Eagles are six and a half point favorites. Um, I'll lead this off then. I'm going to go the Eagles. Um, the way they lost last week was tough. They dealt a lot of injuries, which makes me kind of hesitant, but I think they have enough, you know, with Nelson Aguilar, Miles Sanders, 
And then J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. It seemed like the other night they were saying J.J. Arcega. Yeah, I noticed that. Is it J.J. Arcega or is it Arcega? I thought it was Arcega. I did too. I don't know. The J.J. guy. The dude from Stanford. The the Stanford Cardinal. Not Cardinals. Cardinal because it's a tree. Get it right. Be smart. That's where those people go. Um, Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles over the Lions. I'm going to take Detroit to cover. I think that Philadelphia wins this game, but I think that they only win by three, three or four points. So I will take the Lions to cover there. Don't let me down, Detroit. First time, first time picking you all year. You're going to let me down. I know it. <laughs> all right. The Arizona Cardinals at home against the Carolina Panthers. And the Arizona Cardinals are favorites for the first time this season at minus two and a half. And I'm taking it uh, just because of the snooze fest, as in your words, of what we saw with Cam Newton last week. Yes, he gets 10 days of rest. Um, it looks like it doesn't matter because uh, he – I don't know if it was you that said it, but it's like they're running plays and they're just accepting play calls to get the head coach fired because they don't like what's being done. I don't know why. Um, I feel like Ron Rivera is a very good head coach. Um, he's very personal and understanding for his players. Uh, I mean, how is he supposed to control Cam Newton's shoulder going out and him not being able to hit a guy 20 yards down the field like he sort of used to early in his career? So I'm taking Arizona to win this. Kyler Murray is still building. There's not much to show for the Panthers' defense anymore. Um, I'm thinking the Cardinals just run away with this. It's not like I say run away isn't a big game, but I can see them winning by at least a touchdown. Yep. Uh, I also am taking Arizona because it sounds like Cam Newton's not playing this week. And I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not. What? Yeah, he's, wow. He's in a walking boot and hasn't practiced all week. It's like last year repeat. Yeah. And, but here's the thing is, it sounds like it's not going to be Will Greer getting the start. And I don't know if I, I'm actually looking. I should have looked this up before, so I apologize, everyone. But like, I don't know why. He, I don't know if he's injured or what. But um, it's not going to be Will Greer starting. So that's what it sounds like. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm just trying to look this up, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste any more time. Um, it's going to be Allen, the kid from Arkansas. Arkansas a couple years ago that's supposed to be getting the start that's what I read you said Brandon Allen yeah is that yeah Brandon Allen isn't that his yeah. name yeah. yeah huh so um there's that I don't know <laughs> I don't really know why I should have looked this up I apologize we look no, like I mean this, that's but... very yeah that's different that's different I feel like Will Greer may have earned that but it is what it is yeah Agreed. So that's why I'm taking Arizona. I think the defense is defense is good, but I also can see, man. But Keekly, I could see like out, trying to outsmart Kyler Murray a little bit. But I think that uh, Kyler just makes a few extra plays, gets them the win. They're on the they're on the board. All right, next one, big news with this guy, Daniel Jones. Yeah, his first career start. End of an era for Eli Manning, and they are going to Tampa Bay to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
The old Daniel Danger Zone Jones game, son. That's what this is. Where that's what we're gonna title it. Um, I'm not taking credit for that nickname. We all know who has started it. It's just our job to make sure it keeps growing. So Daniel Danger Zone Jones is now getting his first career start against the Bucks, who have had a surprisingly impressive defense with Todd Bowles at the helm as their defensive coordinator. Uh, Shaq Barrett has started off strong. I think he hit Cam Newton like five times last week, was constantly there. We'll see how old Danger Zone can react to that, to a defense that's actually pretty good. Um because Eli Manning was having a hard time with it, and you really don't have any weapons on the offensive side of the ball outside of Saquon Barkley. And when you run, teams know it, and the Bucks are big enough to stop it. So that's why I'm going to take the Bucks to win this by six and a half. Um, I hope I'm wrong, honestly, because I want to see Daniel Jones have a big game and a big performance. I just don't think he has enough weapons to get him there. I'll do it. I'll take the Giants. Why not? That's what I say. Uh, the that is the worry though, right? Is like they don't have the weapons at wide receiver. Now that I'm thinking about it, they're still two more weeks away from getting Golden Tate back. I think that'll be huge for Daniel Jones once he is back. But I know what I'm gonna say. It. Let's go. Let's go for it. Fox Fox only win by six. They oh my god, six. that was hilarious. <laughs> All right, look on your face after you said it. Okay, I'll do it. Was like, am I? Do I really want to do it? <laughs> like it was, shit. He just made some good points, and they really don't have nobody. <laughs> you did. You made a lot of good points. Oh, that, that was, was strictly funny. a pick just to be different. Wow, <laughs> the Texans and the Chargers. The Chargers. I believe this is their home opener as well. No, they were home week one against the Colts. Not their home opener. Second home game. They are favored by three and a half over the Texans. I am actually going to take the Texans. Um, I think they cover. So they have had uh, a tough loss and then a tough win. And now it's just time to, you know, get things equaled out, figure out your offensive line. I know Tunsil is hurt, but now it's just you got to take these steps forward. And the Chargers, they have a good defense. But, damn, I think the Texans are ready to go. And this is their game where they finally get their footing go, their footing set, and they're ready to go. I'm going to take the Chargers strictly because they lost last week and they're going to be pissed. And uh, if the Jags can stay close to the Texans, I think the Chargers can beat them. So I will go Chargers winning by a touchdown. I like it. We'll see. This is really going to be the uh, the start of Phillip Rivers' picture with the nuns. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen that. He took a picture with about eight or seven or eight nuns after the Lions game. Um Kind of different. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it before. I don't know how he has such a huge following in the 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 nun realm of the world, um, but apparently he does. So this will really just be the game to see if their spirit carries over with him, or if it's just a curse. Because if you've seen that movie, um, I haven't. I just seen the preview and it made me scream the f word on front of a in front of a whole audience. Uh, that shit scared me, and that's really just where I'm going to leave this game. Treese, do you have anything you want to say else about it, or should we just move on? We can just move along. Moving along. All right. The Pittsburgh Steelers, with their new Mika Fitzpatrick safety, is traveling to the city of the Bay, San Francisco, where the Niners are favored by six. Uh, 
I feel like that's a pretty big spread for the Niners, so I'm. it's not. The Steelers don't have – no, I'm taking the Steelers. Uh, Mason Rudolph is the future of that franchise. James Washington is ready to go. Uh, I don't think James Conner is playing this game, so Mr. Samuel, it is up to you to kind of just keep things moving along. Chugga, 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 five miles an hour. I don't know why I started singing, but here we are. Uh, the 49ers, they did really good last week. Jimmy Garoppolo had the best game of his career. Um, he was an early favorite to win MVP, and then he threw seven interceptions in practice, and I revoked that vote. Um, that is kind of where I'm at with the Niners. I want to see them have another successful week, but I think the Steelers are kind of amped up and ready to go. You know what I mean? Big Ben is out. It does suck to hear that, but like I said last episode, when Mason Rudolph stepped in, there was like a spark kind of lit underneath their offense, and they got moving again. And Juju got a little bit more, I would say, opportunities for deep shots than what he did have previously early in the game. Um, so maybe that elbow was bothering Roethlisberger more than just the initial injury aspect of it. So I'm, I'm taking the Steelers here. Okay. Uh, I'm taking the Niners, and I don't think it's close. So Pittsburgh, yes. Going with a new quarterback here. They're ranked in the bottom six or seven, or no, sorry, bottom five of rush defense. Niners are number six overall in rush offense. And I just don't trust that this offense of the Steelers is going to do anything. Uh, James Conner does actually sound like he is going to play. He practiced, so it does sound like he is going to play. Uh, but I don't think it is going to be obviously a full go. So that's always worrisome. And then what's his name? Uh, Jesus Christ. Rudolph. I, I can speak today. Mason Rudolph. Uh, yep, Mason Rudolph. Can, he had 115 passing yards last week and 70, 60 of them came on a flea flicker. So I don't have faith that he actually got things going. I think that his numbers are skewed because of a flea flicker play. I guess this is the game to figure it all out, eh? Yep, yep. All right, next one. The Drew Brees-less Saints versus the the Seattle Seahawks. In Seattle, four-point favorites. Who do you got? I'm taking the Seahawks. Um, I think they just keep rolling on what they did last week. Um, It looks like they have figured out their running game. They've kind of got that rolling. And DK Metcalf has looked to be somewhat of a presence on straight line routes. I mean, he's not doing anything side to side. He's not doing anything coming back. He's not doing anything fancy. It's run, catch the ball, and hang on to it. And he seems to be doing a pretty damn good job of that. So I'm sticking with Seattle to win this. Okay, I'm going to take Seattle to win this, but I will have the Saints covering the spread. I think it's going to be one of the classic. Uh, Mr. Wilson gets the ball. With two minutes left, leads his team down, barely gets into field goal range, and they kick a field goal to win it as time expires. Oh, that's that's fair. That's fair. Our next game, the Los Angeles Rams are favored heading into Cleveland um, by three. Therese, I'll let you lead this one. Rams are covering this. They're winning this game by more than three. Sunday night, I don't care if it's in the, the dog pound, like, the Rams are really, really good, and I don't think that the I don't think Cleveland's ready. I don't think that the way Baker has played the first two weeks, and this is not hating on Baker. I think even Browns fans will say this: the way he has played the last two weeks, 
is not good enough to win against good teams. And the Rams' defense are really good. Their pass rush is really good. Their their cornerbacks in Talib and Peters, those dudes love to pick people off. Like they do it, they do it on a daily basis. Yeah. So yes, I'm going to take the Rams to cover this game. Couldn't agree with you more. This is the game where I think a lot of people go, all right, maybe Baker's not the guy we thought he was. Um, last week was his 18th interception thrown. Yikes, bro. You've already thrown 18 be, interceptions. And that would be 15 games, right? Because he did not play yes. one and two last year. So that's 14, two this year. Oh, so that's 16. So he's played basically a full season now. 16 games. But I guess he didn't technically start the week three game against the Jets. So he has 15 starts altogether and 18 mm-hmm. picks. Not looking too hot there, Baker. Uh, now to our last game. The Chicago Bears are traveling to Washington to face the Redskins, where the Bears are actually favored by four. I'm going to take the Redskins to cover this. I think this is a close game. I don't think the Bears win by four. The Redskins' offense is looking pretty good. Um, it's looking not, it's looking okay. And the Bears' offense is not looking anything special. So I think Washington does just enough to keep in this game. I th- If they lose, it's only going to be by three. I don't think they lose by more than by more than a field goal. It's hard for me to disagree with how bad the Bears' offense has looked. Uh, and they were on the road last week, and now they're on the road again this week. A lot of travel for teams that's already struggling. Part of me, part of me thinks they actually win by four, but uh, shit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bears to cover. I don't. I don't feel good about this at all. But part of me thinks like they either just cover, like just we split it and they win by four, or Redskins have a chance at the end of the game to go down and score, and the Bears defense has like a pick six or something to put them up by like ten or eleven. So I will go with Chicago here. But that that's probably one of the ones I feel least confident about. Out of all the bets this week, I think that's the one that, besides the Giants one, obviously. Uh, yeah, no joke. But, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> so, all right. Okay, there we go. That's the games. Uh, what are you doing? Are you just watching all the games just like Sunday? Just on the couch? Just chilling? Yeah, dude. Um, I'm going to think I'm going to bring down my bedroom TV because the Chiefs play at noon. So I'm going to bring down my other TV in the living room, connect my PlayStation to it. Um, and then have Sunday ticket rolling on that TV. I'm having a buddy from work come over. I believe he's going to stay and watch the games with me. So probably just going to order some pizza, drink some beer, and watch some football. Hell yeah. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, again, we very much appreciate you guys. Uh, again, if you guys have questions, you guys got things that we want you want to hear from us, just tweet us. Send us a little message. We'll be sure to get it in the next episode. and. Other than that, you got anything else, Austin? That's it, dude. Send us off. Cool. Tonight we've been talking football.